It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And I just enjoy so much these Sunday mornings being with you here on 94.1 on your radio dial. This is show number 1,120 today. And as I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant alive and well. We have rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that has worked out real, real well over about 20 Let's see, 21, 22 years, something like that. But uh, we have Miss Pam Olson back on the show. She's been a regular guest, uh, well, about 20 some years. She's been with me a lot of those years. <laughs> Sister Pam, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Pastor Jack. I'm delighted to be yeah, here with you. Yeah. Uh, you are the coordinator of the National Day of Prayer in this area. Uh, you work at the, at the Capitol. And you've been doing this for a long, long time, haven't you? I, I do. Actually, I don't work at the Capitol. I lead prayer you at the Capitol. You volunteer, don't you? Yeah. Well, I lead prayer at the Capitol, yeah, so I'm the prayer. state Capitol coordinator for the, the National Capital Day of Prayer. Coordinator. And this is our 29th year of hosting at the state Capitol. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, coming up here, Thursday, the first Thursday in uh, May it, is yes. actually a day of prayer. And uh, you're going to tell us all about oh, the events. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, today on April 30th okay. is the simultaneous Bible reading. And okay. it is amazing. It's at the Capitol. That's going to be at the front of the historic old Capitol on Monroe Street. We'll gather at 4 o'clock and get everybody assigned their scripture reading. And at 4.30, we start together in one voice, in one hour, in one accord. And we read the entire Bible out loud at the heart of our state government. And it is amazing because you can be standing next to a Baptist, next to a Catholic, next to a charismatic, next to, you know, just different people that love Jesus that attend different fellowships. But we're all together because we love Jesus and we love his word and know that it is absolutely the truth. And it is what needs to be declared at the heart of our state government. So we do it all together. We assign the scriptures and then we start in the beginning and then it's it's amazing you might be standing next to the person reading in Psalm you've got the book of Job and the person on the other side of you is reading Revelation well, and it's amazing because it's this I'm roar you. this roar of the word but, of God but so how that's do, how April do you 30th. do the assignments how do you do that it's really cool the Lord gave it to my husband how to do it because we used to do four days round the clock which yeah. was amazing and yeah. each person took 15 minutes well that kind of changed with things at the Capitol and we were like Lord how can we do this and the Lord gave my husband and I idea of how it takes um, almost 100 people. It's really, I think, only 88 people. But if you have more, what you do is you just assign the word a second time or a third time or however many people. (laughs) If you have hundreds of people, it could be read out loud in one hour three or four times at once. But it's amazing because somebody might bring a Hispanic version or a Filipino, you know, a team of little children. And it's so much fun because it's a roar of the word of the Lord (laughs) in one hour. But think about that. What a picture of unity in the body of Christ but it's also bold. We've been doing this for years now, and we're we're declaring the word of the Lord at the heart of our state government. And it is amazing. So I encourage people, they can still sign up today. They go to floridaprayer.org, and it's at 4 o'clock, um, April 30th, today, um, on Sunday. But and their actual amazing. assignments are actually given that yeah, day. We give them, oh, yeah, yeah. They're given once you show up. Yeah. We don't give them ahead of time. So, so what, do you just hand them a piece of paper? Yeah, we hand them a little, a little sticky note thing yeah. that, so that they'll have it in the back of their Bible. They need to bring their own Bible, okay? Because okay? Okay. we do not provide So, so you're just giving them the scripture reference. Yeah, we'll say, yeah. okay, you're assigned this much, because this much of the scripture takes an hour to read, this many verses. Okay. And we okay. have it down to a, it absolutely works. <laughs> and it's it's really uh, powerful. Wow. Wow. And, you know, it's somebody saw this once, um, 
in London. And they contacted us. They saw it online and they contacted us and we gave them the information. And they did this in front of the United Kingdom Parliament in London. Oh my goodness. And it was powerful. <laughs> and now other other states are starting just to do trendsetters it. here. Wow. It's awesome. Okay, and, now, and it's cool because it's just it really is a picture of unity yeah, in the body of Christ. Yeah. Now it's between the old capital, the new capital, and nope, the courtyard? No, not no. for the Bible reading. Okay, we're, so we're, let me make sure I get the right spot here now. You, you, you mentioned the old capital, yeah, right? Yeah, the and old historic that where the museum right, capital right. is now, on Monroe you, Street. You schooled me on this several years ago about <laughs> where the front of the capital was, because all these years I had it backwards. See? Well, it's very confusing unless you really pay right, attention. Right. You know, we got two capital buildings yes, down there. Yes. The old one, right. which is the historic old capital, right. and it's now a museum. The, the old capital, which is on Monroe Street. Street, where, where Appalachian Parkway dead ends into right, Monroe Street. Right. That's the old Capitol. And that we'll is the standing. front of the old Capitol on Monroe. That's the old ca- Yeah, okay. that's, the, that's the old but Capitol. But the new Capitol, the front is the on the Capitol back street. The new Capitol is the 22nd story building right. that's directly behind the old Capitol. <laughs> and the front of it is on Duval Street right, facing right, right, the right. Florida yeah. Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And normally you can see the dolphins out there right, that are right. beautiful, but they're still finishing up the remodeling of okay. that side of the Capitol. So so, the Bible reading is April 30th. The reason why, do you know why it's on April 30th? No. It is the day that President Abraham Lincoln chose as the, the National Day of, of Humiliation, Prayer, Humiliation, and Fasting okay. for America. Okay. And it's a wonderful time to do that. Sure. And so, that's why we do it on April 30th. And then, um, the National Day of Prayer that you were talking about is in the Capitol Courtyard between the Old okay. Capitol and New Capitol inside the... But you the, park and walk around, and that's this on reading, Thursday, May this 4th. reading is on the Monroe Street side. Yes, okay. that is. Okay. And all of this information is at floridaprayer.org. Okay. You so, can sign up to read the Bible, and you can also get all the information on the upcoming National Day of Prayer, which is Thursday, May 4th. Okay, but you'll have some who are reading, and then some who are just spectators that are just standing there watching them read. Not no? usually. No. <laughs> So Sometimes, you, but so, not so, usually. So everybody, everybody that comes, that you put comes. them to work. Well, everybody that comes usually comes for that. Okay. And if there's a spectator, that's great. I mean, they can sit and, and feel and listen to yeah. the presence of the Lord and the Word right. out loud. Well, I was fixing to invite this whole radio audience just come sure. out and watch. Please. <laughs> no, right. come down and participate. But you know what they can do if they don't want to read? They can actually sit there and just just pray yeah. quietly yeah. and pray sure. over our country. Isn't that yeah. something we should be doing every sure. day? But, but I'm sure that there's, a, there's a, such a uh, spiritual presence there that yeah. uh, that it wouldn't yeah. be hard for somebody to come and just be an attitude of heart sure. of prayer and well okay. and most of the people that do come down want to participate and it's a really laid back come in your shorts and you know just chill out there's not it's not a formal event it's a let's come together and and we will read the word right. out loud okay. and somebody that that maybe can't read for a whole hour they sign up for the hour and then they might bring a couple of their family that doesn't want to read the whole hour and they can take their segment divide it up and then if they're done sooner that's okay Okay, too. okay, because you better bring some water with you. Because yes, they should. <laughs> your mouth will get dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all that. That does a, happen, and we yeah. don't supply any of that anywhere. Okay. It's like everybody's hey, bring your own chair, bring your own. Sit- oh, and there's also grass out there too. So sure, sure. it's just a fun time, yeah. and it's it's a really and we're really on time. It, it really we start at we, it takes four to four thirty to get everybody you know with their assignments and then get them all all situated and then man we start it and we we end it and, and it's all done and it's just somehow even the fast readers and the slow readers the Lord just shows up and it just all works Beautiful. it isn't that amazing it is it's amazing it is. Jesus really does you know the Holy Spirit so, so the actual that. start time is it uh, four it's at four and then the yeah. reading starts at 430 but they need okay. to show up early okay. in order to get everything on time to start at 430 and we're done at 530 530 430 yep. to 530 yep. if, you wanna, still get home and if, if, if you want to go out there and just just observe 430 to 530 if you Water. And you're saying that people can just show up and be a part of the reading. Yeah, they. Okay. Yeah, I, we would prefer that they sign up because that just helps us. Okay. But if they, if they forget, yeah. they can show up. So they sign but up. Bring on, up their own Bible. <laughs> but they sign up online. Yeah. Okay. FloridaPrayer.org. Okay, FloridaPrayer.org. Yep. Okay, then we got the Children's Prayer Walk. Well, and that's uh, on Thursday, May 4th, the National Day of Prayer. Okay, and it's from 10.30 to 11.30. Yeah, and you want to know a little bit more about that? Because we haven't sure. done it in a while. We okay. used to do it for years, and the last several years obviously hasn't hasn't just been the right timing, but this year the Lord just said do it. Okay. And so in the courtyard, which is an amazing, beautiful place with the, between the two, the old capital and the new capital, sure. the, all the 
the branches of military, the law enforcement, the emergency responders will all be coming out and they will be bringing, they'll be smaller vehicles this time. They used to be huge vehicles. Yeah, but I remember there's some, those tanks. Some, and yeah, stuff, tanks. Yeah. And we used to have helicopters. It was amazing. Yeah. But there's some weight restrictions right now because they need to fix the pavers at the Capitol. Okay. But in the midst of that, there will be some amazing vehicles and the military and law enforcement and first responders there. And what happens is the children come at 1030. They can just show up. They don't have to sign up or anything like that. We have um, different schools that will be bringing kids out, but it's open to any children. And then we give them prayer passports. And in the prayer passports are prayers that are written out for the Marines, for the Navy, for the, you know, the Army, the Space Force, for Coast Guard, for the the Tallahassee Police Department, the sheriffs, you know, for FDLE, the Capitol Police, all the different ones for um, emergency response, uh, uh, Lee and County EMS that is the ones that go out when there's hurricanes and things. And the children will then go to that that vehicle and that personnel and they'll pray for them. And then they get a stamp in their passport that they prayed for. It's very cool. And it takes an hour for the kids to do that. And then most of the kids are staying in the courtyard. And then we start worship at 1130 to 12, where the courtyard in the Capitol is filled with worship. And it's amazing. And then at noon, we start the official National Day of Prayer prayer service with the government leaders and... um, you know, with pastors and leaders and just pray for our country, pray for God to move, pray for the families, pray for the military. We pray for everybody and that God will move. Right. And and it's an amazing time. And we're in the middle of legislative session. It's the day before the end of the 2023 legislative oh, session. So there's lots of legislators that will be there and they're excited about being there and leaders. So it's really fun that at the heart of our state government, that we can come together sure. and pray. And that's amazing. It's, it's a wonderful time. And all of the government was shut down for that period of time. Well, I don't know. if I, I won't say that because they might still be doing stuff, but then they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll all come out as they can. Right. Because okay. there's a lot happening that day. Oh, yeah. So yeah. never never think that, that it'll all just shut down because that doesn't happen. <laughs> but, but it's amazing because they'll run out and then they'll run back in and then yeah. this one will come out. And it just sort of all works because it's all about the Lord. It's not yeah. about us. And the National Day of Prayer is by congressional law, a resolution that was put forth years ago. You know, our country was founded on bended knee. And here we are. We need to continue to pray for America, don't we? Every single day. 365 (laughs) days a year. But the National Day of Prayer is special because it happens all across the entire United States, in all 50 state capitals, in city halls, in county courthouses, in Washington, D.C. And so, so it's an amazing time to just come together and seek God. Amen. Now I've noticed you you brought it back to the courthouse, uh, the courtyard, oh, <laughs> the courthouse. courthouse, the courtyard, the courtyard. You, the, for several years, you had it up in the rotunda, oh, not the rotunda, the uh, observatory, the twenty second floor. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. did that for a season because the Lord said to go inside in the highest place in our Capitol building and the highest place in our Capitol city <laughs> and pray for everything under our feet, and you could see for fifty miles. And it was amazing. Yeah. And it was a time to do that. We've we've been all over the Capitol. Trust me. In 29 years, we've prayed in just, I think, every area of that building. And even had 50 hours of worship and prayer there. We've had overnight. We've had all kinds of stuff. Wow. But there was always, it's always, what does God want us to do? Sure. So, we were in the courtyard for years. Then we were in the 22nd floor. And a few years ago, we started back in the front of the old Capitol and did that there. In one year, the Capitol was closed down. So, a small group of us went there and prayed on the National Day of Prayer. We did a, an amazing um, uh, virtual with the governor and leaders that okay. was done that day, okay. too. So, there, this is our 29th year, and we're back in the courtyard because it's because we can do the children's prayer walk there, but it's also an amazing time with the legislators in sure. um, in legislative session. Yeah. And most of them, I've talked to a lot of them, they're all really excited about it, yeah. and a lot of them are going to try to get out there. And it's a nice big it's area. There. It's yeah, plenty, it is. Plenty it's room. A big, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need people coming to pray. Amen. It does. Yeah. We need that because you know what? People go take off for all kinds of things, don't they? Let's just take off and come pray at our state capitol. The Word of God says, first of all, pray for those in authority. That will right. go well with us. I think that's really important. All right. Now, worship, as you said, 1130, the worship starts. 
And then it's at the, the National Day of Prayer service starts at noon. The prayer time does, yeah. yes. So we yeah, think we right. always start with worship because that fills yeah. the, the atmosphere. And then the prayer time starts at promptly at noon. Right, we're right. very prompt because yeah. we need to be. Yeah. People, yeah. If, if people are taking time off of lunch yeah, or something like that, yeah, they, they yes, want to make so sure you get in and get yeah. it done, that sort of thing. And and it's, it's an hour. The whole thing is an hour. It's an hour and 15 uh, minutes for the, the prayer service. The, the worship is 30 minutes. So if you have to look at that, that's an hour and 45 minutes there and then there's the children's prayer walk for an hour so we're there for several hours but okay. people can't always be there for all of it so right. come right. to what you you're able right. to and then I see sometimes we get the prayer walk the simultaneously uh, our Bible reading and then the National Day of Prayer I'm getting all this from your flyer that yeah, you, that the, you the, gave the, me and here. the, the simultaneous, yeah. bleh, simultaneous <laughs> Bible reading that's a big word simultaneously right. let's see who can spell that of your listening audience okay now <laughs> there are there are folks who are who've tuned in to the to the show people who listen every Sunday morning I hope anyway and uh, you may not they may not know who Pam Olson is I mean I've known you for <laughs> well, 30 years, I guess. No, right. not that long. No, you don't think so? How long, how no, long? It's 29 years for the National Day of Prayer, okay. so that's, yeah. Well, we, I probably... I didn't even live here yeah. the first four years that oh, we really? National okay. Day of Prayer. We pastored down in um, Tampa okay. Bay area in Clearwater, so, and I would come up to the Capitol to lead it. Okay, so what, what, you, what, you, what year did you move to Tallahassee? We moved here officially in 1999. 99, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, so that's... Uh, but That's 20, probably when we met. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so 20 some years. 25 years, probably. Every, yeah, yeah. Pretty much ever since sure. you all came because sure. you, you had friends in Clearwater that we knew. And that's how I first heard about you. I forgot about yeah, that. Yes, yeah. I, 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 uh, matter of fact, uh, <laughs> I uh, Jim, Jim and Pam Tyre. Tar, uh, yes, yeah. of course. They're, and, yeah, they're and, out in Colorado. Yeah, and they became pastors of one of our open Bible churches. <laughs> yes. And so they told me, they said, there, there's some folks that we know that live in Tallahassee. You need to get to know them. So that's how we first you heard about you. You have a much you. better memory than I do. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, we, yeah. we they yeah. actually used to be on staff. My husband um, was the uh, senior associate pastor sure, of the church that sure. they were down there, and then and they started pastoring, yep. and now they're still pastoring. Right, so. and then you all came, and, and you started the church, and, and the, the, over by the uh, Outback Steakhouse over there. Did, did you? Yeah, we've been all over town. Yeah. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've been in a lot right, of locations, right. and, uh, and it's you, called Hilltop, and Hilltop yeah, House of Prayer. Yeah, and then did you and your husband brought a movie over here called uh, Transformations. <laughs> Transformations, Transformations yes. and you showed it here at the, at the Open Bible you Church. You have a good memory. Well, you know. Uh, well, we passed out about 100 of those videos yeah, about what happens yeah. when people begin to pray. Yeah, it's amazing. City, it's, it's wonderful. Especially pastors yeah, begin yeah. to pray together and, and and seek God for the city. Yeah. And that's what our heart was then and it still is and, our and, heart. Uh, is, is that still out there somewhere? I mean, It is. Uh, I mean, I think yeah. when you all brought it, it might have been on a reel-to-reel. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I, well, I don't know, but we knew the producer um, that put it together, okay. George Otis Jr. I would recommend and, anybody to yeah, get that you if you can. You can still see it yeah. online, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a tremendous documentary. Yeah, about what happens uh, when you pray. Uh, from all Across the, the country, uh, not just this country, but around the world, yeah, around where, the where world. times of prayer concentrated mm-hmm. in certain areas, uh, man, God moved, and, and uh, so I remember you. Y'all yeah. brought that. That was probably yeah, the, when we first got to know way you. Back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah, that was probably in two thousand. And of course, in uh, your involvement in the National Day of Prayer and, and things of this nature, and then when I started the radio show in two thousand and two. You were probably one of my early guests, <laughs> even even back then. I remember one time you were traveling. I was always yeah, you, you, but you were on the road somewhere down in Florida, no, and I remember you telling me, "Look, I'm I'm sitting on the side of the road talking to you." <laughs> you really do have a, yeah, yeah. a big memory. So, I've done a lot of things, yeah, and the yeah. reason why, though, Jack, you know why you were we were talking earlier before we started the program. Mm-hmm. I had four young children. Okay. When I started back okay. then, and our country was in trouble, and a lot of the moms got together, and we're like, what do we do? We've got to pray, and we need to stand up for righteousness sake. And we actually got involved with what was called Concerned Women for America. I remember Tim that. Beverly yeah. LaHaye, Beverly yeah. LaHaye started it, and uh, it was called CWA. And uh, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, yep, CWA, we were called Chicks with an Attitude. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because because we were moms that wanted to see things 
done rightly in our city. Uh-huh. There was a lot of mess, and we just started going to city halls and saying, we need to change the rules and make this right so that we don't um, have all these people that are doing stuff on the streets and things. And, you know, we were we were successful in seeing it happen. And we started going to Washington, D.C. and standing up for righteousness. And all of us, all the moms that we worked with together across our state, we were the state office, and I was the special projects coordinator. And uh, we did this because we all had young children. Okay. And then the Lord ended up cause, uh, just opening the door for me to meet Jim and Shirley Dobson, Dr. James Dobson, who was uh, the founder of Focus on the Family. And then they asked me, Shirley at the time was doing National Day of Prayer, and she said, we want to have it at every state capital. And next thing I know, tag, I'm it. Really? <laughs> the, Lord, really? the Lord made right. a way, and um, I lived in, in Clearwater, and I didn't know anybody in the capital. And I flew up here, and I just said, Jesus, give me strength. Help me know what to do. Wow. And I went to a prayer event, and I just started going table to table with pastors and leaders and said, hi, we're going to lead prayer at the state capitol. I don't even know where the state capitol is. You know, it was kind of like that. And I was like, will you help me? And it's so much fun to see what God has done and to see um, that that was how the Lord did it because it wasn't about me. It was just about saying yes. And as a young mom, like I said, with four young children and my husband was pastoring and, um, but it was so amazing to watch how God did things and I had no idea I'd still be here leading prayer 29 years later. But guess what? I have 12 grandkids and number 13 on the way now. (laughs) So I'm still going to fight the fight of faith and stand up for truth and righteousness. Here's what I'm drawing from this is that you you were this young mother who just basically you were minding your own business and God began Uh, to speak to you. I don't know if I've ever minded my own business. No. (laughs) And and then my husband would disagree with you. So so you, you began to gather people together for prayer. Yes. And then out of that, you heard about the the, the national thing, uh, CWA, right? Sure. So, yeah, CWA yeah. was uh, Concerned Women for America. Concerned Women for America. And then National So you made Day a phone prayer. call. Did so, you call somebody? Well, Did, actually, um, Dr. James Thompson was talking about the, and Shirley, they were talking about the National Day of Prayer and how we needed to pray for and our Was nation. this on television? Did you watch it? Was it was on radio. And yeah. then okay. I ended up out in Colorado Springs, um, ended up on Focus on the Family. And next thing I know, right, 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 the Lord's right, right, just opening doors. I'm, I'm going to slow you down. And it's just hard <laughs> You're going to slow me this down? Is, this is hard to do with Pam Olsen. I'm telling, but I want to I get this story right now. So you're you're just at home. You listen on the radio. So somewhere along the line, you had to make a phone call. Well, you know, they the moms all got together, and then the next thing we know, the Lord opens the door, and suddenly we're leading the whole state. Okay, okay but how did the Lord open that door? How did um, that happen? You know what? Somebody met somebody that opened the door, and then they needed somebody, and we all said yes. It's usually through <laughs> meeting someone or a phone call. Or yeah, it is. It is. Back then, we didn't have yeah. you know. <laughs> but but, but stuff, as, as the Lord prompts, but the Lord opens doors. He gives us direction. It's okay. Call so and so. So so somebody so, contacted somebody. Sure. And then I went out to Colorado Springs and met the Dobsons and went to an event and they wanted somebody to do National Day of Prayer at right. State Capitol. But had you ever done any public speaking? Now you're a pastor's wife at this time so I mean were you I've always done public speaking okay. I think okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know I, we were talking about earlier I was saved in the Jesus movement in 1970. I preached on the streets and did, did all kinds okay. of stuff in Houston, Texas. Okay. So I've probably never been quiet. I was always <laughs> you know so you know I'm not. To tell us know. something we don't know right? <laughs> <laughs> and and with four young kids, I mean, like I said, I'm going to, I will fight for righteousness sake. So yeah. it just, one thing led to another in the Holy Spirit. The Lord just opened doors. And the next thing I know, like I said, we're, we're speaking to city councilmen and women. And then up here at the Capitol, like I said, suddenly... I started out, we had a Democratic governor, and then I prayed with him, Then we've had Republican governors and leaders, and, you know, I pray with both sides of the aisle and share yeah, Jesus with sure, everybody, sure. because the Word says so, it, it, and somebody says, oh, I've had pastors say, oh, I don't want to go to the Capitol, I don't want to be involved in nasty politics, and you know what my answer is to that? When the church is not the salt and light in the government to pray, first of all, for government leaders. That's how it becomes nasty politics. When we pray and ask God to shift hearts, it's not about politics. It's about God's principles. And there is a plumb line in the word of the Lord. And that's what I've always said at the Capitol. That's what I do because I pray down there all throughout the year now and have for years. Um, And I share the Lord and I share the truth. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's how we end up with godly government. 
government that will make right decisions versus wrong decisions. Right. And we're in a war in our country right now oh, yeah. for God's principles. Yeah. But passion is what drives you. Well, it's a passion for who you who you serve. But yes. now, let's go back again. Now, <laughs> you you were you raised in church at all? No. No, 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 background at all. No, now my my grandmother prayed for me, and when I was young, she tried to take me to church, and she took me once to Billy Graham, but I didn't. You know, it was kind of a okay, Lord. But then when I became older and then a teenager, I just completely left and got into. It was in the '60s, and um, I, you know, it was the whole hippie generation. Yeah. I got into all the wrong stuff, got into the occult, and so I wasn't raised. My parents were divorced when they. I, the, I was two, and uh, none of my kid, my my sister or brother knew the Lord at the time, and um, so no, I, I wasn't raised. So how did you how did you end up in the Jesus movement? Uh, people were praying for me. Okay. <laughs> you know, I I was a lost hippie, a young hippie, young hippie. Right. My brother always says, "Yeah, you were." A, I was the hippie. You were the dippy. I <laughs> know, but but I was a hippie as a teenager, and um, so you just the, embraced that because that was the fad of the well, day. More I, less. It, well, let's you know, come on, you you know what the sixties were like. Oh yeah, I was there. The sixties, yeah. <laughs> but, and, but I was and, never a hippie or anything like oh, that. Well, I was in Houston. Okay, okay. so they, my high school was called Hippie High School. Okay, we we were the hippie okay, so, high school so you, in Houston. You, you were embracing the culture of the it time. It was the culture and, of the and time, you just fell into and it, it was yeah. just a mess. And yeah. but everybody was, you know, it was the the flower power, the flower children, yeah, and all yeah, that. And yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. So I had gone up to Hippie Hill. There is a place in Houston that was called Hippie, Hippie Hill. Hill. All the ki- all the hippies, everybody did all the drugs and everything, and it was a mess. And I had a friend that lived at my apartment complex, and she had been to a revival the week before. And that God was doing, and all the hippies were getting saved. So she started telling me about it. Anyway, we were up at Hippie Hill. The church, she called the church. They ended up sending a bus to Hippie Hill and picked up a whole bunch of us hippies okay. that were all barefoot and bell bottomed. And um, we, they, we all went to this church in Houston where thousands of teenagers were flocking in. Okay. And the preacher was from. Um, he was from Canada, had a big afro and purple bell bottoms and a paisley shirt uh-huh. and was talking about Jesus was uh-huh. the super soul man and how you needed to, you know, turn on to Jesus. That was the language back then. And it was actually hearing the truth and what, who Jesus was. All of us flocked down to the altar and people were getting saved. In fact, so many people were giving their hearts to Jesus that the hippies were throwing their drugs off on the altar uh-huh. and the Houston police had to be called every night to come collect all the drugs because so many kids were getting wow. saved and wow. it was amazing right. and you know there's a movie out now that's about um, Pastor Greg Laurie out in California and the hippie movement out in California but that's also my story it's my husband's story it's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of middle school high schoolers and college kids across America in the late 60s and early 70s that began to say yes to Jesus yeah, yeah. and I it's amazing you if you have not seen this movie it's called the Jesus Revolution it is powerful and it also talks about in Explo 72 I don't know if you've ever heard of Explo 72 I remember, I remember, it was yeah. basically the yeah. Christian Woodstock yeah. I was there and really? guess what so were uh, we had a governor of that used to be the governor of Arkansas he was there we have state Sen- uh, senator he was there there's all these people that we don't even know who all they are now. Was that Huckabee? That Huckabee, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. talked to Mike Huckabee. Huck, yeah. Huckabee told me, he said, I was there. And I said, yeah. I was there. One of our state senators was yeah. there. And Jesus moved. And there was 100,000 people worshiping Jesus. So yeah. those things marked me to do what I do today. Yeah. Now, you met Tenny along the way? Well, Tenny was, came from Copenhagen. That's her husband, Denmark. by the way. That's my, my husband's name is Tenny. And uh, he came over with his parents from Copenhagen, Denmark, to start a Danish furniture company in Houston. Okay. And he was a very lost hippie and uh, was just a mess. And anyway, he went into a church uh, in an afternoon one day and actually was on drugs. In, in Remember, this was the, you know, the late 60s or 1970. And all of a sudden, he's sitting there and he's looking at a cross in a church that wasn't even, they weren't even really open. He, they just walked in and they weren't having a service. And all of a sudden, he was completely sober and he was like, 
What's going on? Wow. And somebody said, oh, it's the Lord, because they'd been saved and had fallen away. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, he goes to the church about a month later that was still in revival where I was, gave his heart to Jesus completely, and totally. So him and I have grown up in, in the Jesus movement and were discipled together in the Word wow. in Houston. And so I've known him since, <laughs> you know, we were both young teenagers. That's and, amazing. And that was 53 years yeah. ago on April 21st. That was my spiritual birthday. And uh, I said yes to Jesus Amen. 53 years ago. See, this thing, thing that you've described was also happening in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and because um, I, I came to Pensacola in 1971, huh. fresh off the farm, literally. I, mean, I grew up <laughs> at a farm in Kentucky. But I had been to Bible college before I went in the Navy in, in Pensacola. And I, I was landed in a church that was very similar to the church you described here. They had had this uh, evangelist come, and, and it's just hundreds of these young yeah. people got saved, and they were coming to that church, and God just put me there. And uh, and, and I've had some of them tell me this since then, that they said, well, Pastor, Pastor King says, you, you were like a lifesaver to us. Now, I knew a little more because I was raised in a church, and I'd been to Bible college, and God just used me to start teaching these kids. And it was just, it was just one of those things, but only, only God could have done this yeah. to, to have brought me there yeah. at that place. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've grown and matured so much from that, but you know, I, I knew a little. <laughs> they knew nothing. <laughs> so, well, you yeah. know, in Houston, so many kids were getting saved that the night, the next night after I gave my heart to the Lord, we were down counseling people. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the pulpit, because right. we didn't know anything except we knew Jesus was real and that he had become our Savior and Lord, and there were so many kids. So we had kind of on the job training. Yeah, you were a veteran by that time. <laughs> yeah, sure, after by 24 a day. hours. Yeah. <laughs> no. But we did get discipled in the Word. Yeah, sure. and we had some of the best um, yeah. Bible teachers and, uh, from around the world that came and and discipled us in the word of God and we were incredibly blessed and to see things and you know as we're talking about today you know talking about with the national day of prayer and praying at our capital and praying and our lives and the the how we gave our hearts to Jesus we're in a, a very challenging time in our country and you know the the 60s were a challenging time there's sure. always been really difficult times yeah. and right now we're in one of those times and the only answer always has been and always will be Jesus Christ the son of the living god and you know as as we pray my heart is i pray on college campuses a lot i love to go walk on the college campuses and talk to the students mm-hmm. and share the the lord with them and you know it, it's a time we need to be standing and i i mean this wholeheartedly that your audience I know is praying and we need to be praying because we have got to see something happen because our nation is very divided and we are seeing people there is a plumb line of truth yeah. and but, righteousness. But for what you described in the 60s, this is different. This is different. I mean, I know that, you know, as I said, there's a devil on the loose, and, and he, he, he doesn't stop doing what he does. But there's something very dark about, in my, my feeling, of what's happening now. It's just, and especially, um, so many of our churches are declining and yes. things things of that yeah. nature. And it seems to me like that the ones who are carrying the gospel have the gray hair. And uh, we need that revival. We need what you've described. We need this to happen again. Well, I'm seeing a lot of the young people say yeah. yes. So yeah. it is happening. Well, I'm it encouraged. You know, they're yeah. they're in Kentucky. Uh, but, yeah, uh, my, Asbury. My, yeah, Asbury. Asbury. I'm, I'm encouraged. You know, in about February that. 1970, it happened in Asbury, and then February yeah. 2023, it happened in Asbury. <laughs> Isn't God amazing? Yeah. And so here we are because we do need to see the college yeah. campuses come alive. Well, the, the the Asbury revival in a strange way has a connection with me being in Pensacola. Interesting. <laughs> it's, it's a long story. I've, I wrote a little book called Dreams and Visions and Stories of Faith, and I tell this story. But, but literally, uh, a group of young people that I met who come to Cincinnati, that's where I was going to Bible College in Cincinnati, okay. and uh, they, they, they pulled into a parking lot that I was working at. And uh, the guy who got out of the car was driving a car identical to mine. I mean, a 1965 Chevrolet Impala metallic blue. Don't you wish you still had that? Hey, a year later, I'm driving down the road in a 1965 Chevrolet Impala metallic blue that's not mine with a guy. (laughs) I did not realize he's the same man that I met in Pensacola. Oh. And God had to show this to me because I'm so so dense. But I only met him just for a few minutes, but he witnessed to me that day. 
and even us going to Bible college. I mean, it, it's but only God could put something like that together. Mm-hmm. And of course, eventually that led me to the Open Bible Church, where I'm talking about where this revival was was happening, yeah. and all these young people. I mean, you talking about the, the hippies, like you talk about. Yeah. Those you flood in this church, sure. and uh, uh, our pastor, Brother Gene Atkins, the people they just built a brand new building. And a lot of the congregations were upset because they they wanted to sit on the floor. Yeah. And brother Gene says, <laughs> brother Gene said, let them sit on yeah. the floor. If they want to sit on the floor, let them sit on the floor. We're going to preach the gospel to them. And then God sent me along, who who was just there. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. part of the group, but I had a little background, mm-hmm. and God just took it from there. And I it's, love it. You know, yeah. And, and that was compliments of the United States Navy. That yeah. brought me, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that, that brought me there. But see, that, what I'm seeing now, okay, now, so now you all, you see, now you're involved in the church at this point. You you, you got saved, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, you, and now you're the, the church that had the revival. You are attending there sure, now? Sure, and we're street witnessing and at the yeah, beach yeah, witnessing yeah. for Jesus. Now, did you go yeah. to a, a, a Bible college somewhere along? We went to a discipleship training institute. Okay. So we did that. My husband and I both did at different times. Yeah. And uh, we're discipled in the word of the Lord. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we did that and, and served you the ended Lord up in uh, Clearwater. Well, yeah, we, we got married. We didn't get married until we were a lot older because we kind of went our different ways as far as get, get busy with work and things. But then the Lord just brought us back together. And then we got married and went into ministry um, down in Clearwater and pastored down there. So how did that happen? How did you end up in Clearwater? Um, he was in shipping executive and with the shipping company moved us there and then okay uh, long story we ended up going to a Jesus festival over in Orlando and one of the guys that discipled us who was from New Zealand his name was Winky Prattney he was speaking at this big Jesus festival and so we met with him he goes hey I'm speaking at this tiny little restaurant church that's like a new church down in Clearwater why don't you guys come and we said sure and that ended up opening the door. And that was countryside. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and there was about 30 people that had started a church and we ended up helping them and it grew to like 3,500. It's still down there and we were there for years on staff for like 15 years before the Lord moved us to Tallahassee. Right. And so it was um, it was fun and now we run a house of prayer and a church. I mean, right. a house of prayer and a church should be the same thing, but it's a place of worship and prayer and um, teaching young people. We have a lot of kids. We think that the young children... Little bitty children need to be taught to Amen. pray. Amen. And that's one of the reasons, even with the children's prayer walk, we want children Amen. to understand who Jesus is thing. and to yeah. pray. Yeah. And it, it matters. I mean, I love hearing children pray and youth. And, you know, it it is, what you were saying, that it's a different time and season and darker. It was pretty dark back then. I think, I don't know if people remember and realize some of the things. One of the things that's difficult today is because of social media and the internet, it's yes. definitely the intensifying and and also you know we're in a, a war between you know there there's a war in the heavenlies you know we know Amen. that we know yeah. that there's a, a tremendous battle between good and evil and it's playing out in a way that is very different but in some ways it's very much the same and the reality is that Jesus wants the hearts of those we have a lot of protesters that'll come down during session at the Capitol and I'll go up and try to talk with them and share Jesus because the reality is they're lost Amen. and yeah. they think what they're screaming about is right and it isn't and it's interesting you know like I said spending a lot of time on the college campuses too most people they 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 don't even know who they've never heard the gospel message they don't know who Jesus is and so shouldn't we young and old I love because we work with a lot of young people so it's not just the gray hairs okay it's that (laughs) we need the young people and we need the young people on fire for God and we're seeing God do that again and I love um, with this Jesus revolution movie that's come out and then the college campuses all across the the country there's over a hundred college campuses that have been gripped in worship and prayer and seeing God move right now and there's a lot of things happening that I am really encouraged about but we've got to pray yeah. and and I'm not going to stop praying and I will continue to pray and that's my heart that's that's why you do what you do as far as on the radio is sharing you know sharing the message that there is there is no yeah. other answer and that's what the Lord's prompting me to do right now I know we're not done with the show yet we still got about 20 minutes to go with Pam Right now, I want you to pray for this new generation. Sure. Just exactly what you just what you've just described. Sure, Let's I'd be happy to pray it into existence. Sure, Father God, as we're sitting here together, Lord, both of us 
having seen you move in a powerful way when we were teenagers and young adults and watching you move, Lord. We know, oh God, that you want to move in the hearts of the young people now that God are so despondent. And Lord, there's so many kids that are like, have no hope. And they look and they're in despair or they are believing things that are, are lies. And God, we just ask you to apprehend hearts. Lord, I just pray right now for um, kids in elementary school, middle school, yes, high yes, school, yes. God, the college campuses Hallelujah. all across our city all across our state and all across the nation, oh God. And yes, the nations of the earth. But Lord, right now I pray for the United States of America. Hallelujah. That God, we have forgotten you as a nation. Lord, I, I just was hearing President Ronald Reagan, uh, an old speech from him when he was talking about prayer being thrown out of the school in 1962 and then the Bible reading in 63. And we can track what's happened, Lord. And you broke in for that moment in the Jesus movement. And there has been times that you have have moved, but oh God, we need a a move of your presence that we have not seen in decades upon decades, shaking the hearts of students to see truth and to have hope again that can only come from you, Lord. And Lord, we cry out right now. God, for another yes, Jesus yes, movement, yes, yes. a Jesus revolution. Lord, this movie that's, that, that millions have seen, God, millions. Lord, when I walk the halls at the Capitol, I have leaders telling me they've seen it. And God, it's happening all over the country. And Lord, we are asking you to apprehend hearts that people would see who you are. And Lord, we pray for a great awakening on the college campuses. Lord, that there would be a turning of hearts. And Lord, we just thank you that I believe 2023 is such a a, a year. It's a key year. And God, of just you moving in a powerful way in the midst of the warfare, in the midst of some of the worst things happening as we're seeing things that are just just utterly devastating and the evil that's trying to take children down. But oh God, you're beginning to move in place after place and city after city. And we are asking you, oh God, right now to move across Tallahassee, Florida, in every city in the 67 counties in this state. God, from the East Coast to the West Coast, God, in California, where you moved, oh God, in the Jesus movement in a profound way that affected the rest of the nation. We say, oh God, grip California with your presence. And Lord, we just ask you, all 50 states and Washington, D.C., that you would begin to move. God, invade with your presence in the the church, Lord. Wake your church up to be people of worship and prayer and get back to what you want us to do, which is being consumed by you and being about your business, Jesus. And Lord, I ask you to move in a mighty way. And Lord, we are crying out for a great awakening to sweep across America and indeed the world that multitudes will come to know you. And we thank you, Lord God. We're alive in this hour of history, God. We, We get to see you move. And God, that you're doing it again. And we thank you, oh God. Bring the young generation and the older generation to run together and see multitudes say yes to you in Jesus name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You listen to the gospel on the radio talk show. That was Miss Pam Olson. You just heard pray. That was a powerful prayer, Miss Pam. It really was. And uh, we're just believing God for that for that move of God across the land. Um, thank you so much for tuning in today. Actually, we're not done just yet, but uh, I just appreciate you tuning in. And uh, the National Day of Prayer is coming up actually from uh, it's be Thursday of this week. It is. Yeah. Bible reading, yeah. April 30th at 4 p.m. in front of the Old Capitol today. And then Thursday, May 4th, all day. We've got stuff from 1030 till 115 in the Capitol Courtyard. And they can get more information at FloridaPrayer.org. Amen. I tell you what, we need that. And we need we just we need that move of God, and uh, you know we, we've been praying. Those of us who are in the church, we've been praying for years for revival. For you said, Lord, what does that look like? Well, it's a lot of times it's it's when things are really really bad that God moves. That's mm-hmm. that's just and history will bear that Usually, out. Usually, yeah. yeah, yeah, history will bear that out. And that's 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 when God begins to move, yeah. and and uh, He raises up a new generation that just. Uh, sparks the church and uh, empowers the church hallelujah hey a couple things just to let you really want to know first of all uh tune in monday through friday here on uh, uh 
uh, here on 94.1 for the uh, Gospel on the Radio broadcast. I bring you daily Bible teaching of the Word of God. Saturday nights, it's the Saturday Night Gospel Sing, a full hour of great Southern Gospel music. You can join me for that. I'm also pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We used to be just right down the road from uh, Pam and Tennessee, <laughs> but they moved. <laughs> And uh, uh, we started eleven oh five on Sunday mornings. FRCM.us. You can check us out there. What time do services start at Hilltop? Uh, it's supposed to start at ten, usually ten fifteen, because we have a lot of children, so we fellowship okay. and it's fun. <laughs> okay. And you are now located on Mayhan, right? Yep. Yes, You're, we are at thirty two sixty Mayhan Drive in a nondescript building. You turn by the Dunkin' Donuts and you find us hidden away in a building. So, it's so. actually kind of fun because um, we are looking for a new facility because we've outgrown where we are. But uh, well, yeah, well that's I noticed where we are. that I saw on Facebook that you were doing some painting or no, that was an oh, oh, you saw something recently. You know what that was? Yeah. Can I tell? you what it was it was really cool one of our um house of prayer team members was there when we were dedicating that building we were building the putting up the sheetrock and all that and we've done this in every location we've ever been in in any city we write scriptures and prayers on the walls okay and so that's what you were seeing for us from 2016 and that building was photos of oh i see one of those deals where they where they Uh, it was and i actually felt like the lord said to post that because we've seen so many of those prayers that were written on the walls and the scriptures answered. We've seen so many of them and we are praying now for a new building and we need a, a miracle place. So we're, but that's why we posted that. But it was actually really fun because a lot of the children in those pictures now lead worship <laughs> at the amazing? different prayer sets because we have different times throughout yeah. the week that we pray and worship Jesus. We're fixing to go into 21 days of prayer and fasting for Israel and joining over a million intercessors worldwide praying for Israel. Do you you have a website for your church? Yep, hilltoptlh.org. TL Hilltop TLH. Yeah, stands for Tallahassee. Okay, well, that way people can check that out and find out more about it. And that's for the the House of Prayer in church. Yes, it's both. um, Yeah. Okay. Because uh, people like to sometimes like to visit. Sure. We have people that, you know, we just love the Lord and love people. Yeah, you're you're right there near that Academy Sports. Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Not too far. (laughs) In other words, if you just. Pass by that you're on the same side of the road as yes we are we're hitting yeah. we're by Dunkin' Donuts we're in the yeah. Dunkin' Donuts in fact we can't even get into the church because of Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> you really? have to go down the other the other side <laughs> but, 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 it's actually pretty funny but um, yeah if we're in a we're in a small fellowship and we actually love it and we have lots of little children that they're in worship and we want them in worship because kids learn by worshiping and even when they're jumping around and doing you know but we love that and and I love listening to the kids you know. I sing worship songs. That's how they learn to, to worship Jesus, and it's amazing. Okay, what kind of facility are you looking for? We're actually looking for uh, some land and property that will be for the house of prayer and for a mission space and prayer and what God wants to do. So we're, we're kind of looking. It, it'll be interesting whether so it'll be a property to, with a home or what it will be. I don't know. So you're you looking to build? Um, I don't know exactly. It will know it when we see it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we're looking for some land and a bigger facility, whether it's a warehouse that we can, you know, change, whether it's a home, a big home with a house, I don't know. But we have so many children. We have a children's equipping center. We do children's equipping camps where we teach kids to pray and to worship Jesus. And we do missions because we're involved. Like I lead um, a governmental uh, intercessory group that's a worldwide uh, intercessory group and to pray for government around the world and things and for government here in the United States. And, you know, so we're involved in in, in prayer around the, the globe right. and so we need a new mission space is what I would say is a house yeah. of prayer church mission space we've kind of got all different titles but all it is is that we need a place where we can just continue to equip people to worship and pray and know the word of God and stand in in that heart and that place of worship right. well We've got booze in, in all kinds of yeah, ways. And, he does. and there may be somebody <laughs> listening to the broadcast here today that says, Hey, I've got a place yeah, just like that. They take a call sure. you about. They can. You know, just let you know. And, and, and give us that website again. It's IHOP Tallahassee. Um, so it's IHOPTLH.org. 
uh, International House of well, Prayer. Well, it's Hilltop. Uh, no, okay, did I okay. say? I did say IHOP, didn't I? Yeah. We used to be called that. Yeah, I remember because that. Because there yeah. wasn't pancakes in I the remember city. That. Yeah, I remember and that. then when the pancake place came, we used to get all their equipment trying to be delivered. <laughs> seriously, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I but imagine. the Lord actually said to name it Hilltop because Tallahassee was birthed on seven hills, right? And because we want to be, you know, that place yeah. on a hilltop where you're preaching the word just, and just sharing. Like the, so just like the city of Rome. It's Hilltop. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. HilltopTLH.org. HilltopTLH.org. Or, so, yes. <laughs> and I'm sure there's contact information. In yes, there, there is. So and we're on Facebook you. and on Instagram. There's, they can just send a message and they'll get to our team. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so the Hilltop Church is the church that you and uh, your husband, you all founded the church. And, uh, and, uh, actually say you've been. Hilltop several, House of Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember when you were over by the, uh, Outback State over. House and then you were out on Bannerman Road we for a while. Bannerman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We've been, which is actually kind of cool because we've prayed all over the city. Yeah. It's just like at the Capitol. And you know, it's funny because I love to call the Capitol a house of prayer. People don't think of it that way. But you know what? I have watched God move in so many ways. And I've seen so many answers. I've led people to Jesus at the Capitol. I mean, it's it's amazing to see when we look at things from God's perspective, it's it's amazing how yeah. you can see things change. And it's the same thing with praying at our Supreme Court and with our leaders. I've been blessed to pray with all three branches of government in Washington, D.C., with a with a, a U.S. Supreme Court justice and with leaders, with presidents and uh, members of Congress. I've been blessed to pray with governors and leaders of the House and Senate and Supreme Court justices here because the the word says he'll put us before leaders, but we need to pray for them. Yeah. So I encourage your your listeners to pray every day. Oh, absolutely. You know, I pray for our mayor. I pray for our city commissioners, our county commissioners, our school board. Yeah. We need to pray for those in authority. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the word says to do that in Timothy. I agree. Yeah. It's our responsibility yeah, to do it so. Is. Yeah, it is. Now, as you uh, go about your your daily activities, I mean, do you have six scheduled times that you go to the Capitol, or I mean, because you're you also a pastor of church, you're I mean, you're a grandmother. I mean, you got you got a lot of things going. <laughs> I on. I can do it all. I know. <laughs> I do have a lot yeah. going on, but you know, we do have um, we do have certain times. This week is different um, because of of so much going on. There's a legislative prayer breakfast that we're that we're part of, and then uh, we normally lead prayer every Tuesday during session on the twenty second floor, and we also normally outside of session lead prayer up there, but also during the week we have different times and seasons at the House of Prayer, different times at the Capitol. And so those things vary. You know, they can always contact me, but we're down there quite a bit. Um, and it's it's a, a blessing to be able to do that. I'm sure it has it's had to be interesting for you as, as the administration's change <laughs> and, and developing that relationship with the new governors and the new... Only Jesus can do that. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's fun to watch how he does it. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, I had somebody once they called, oh, could you please have me? This was back, um, gosh, I guess it was back when Jeb Bush was governor. I'd get a lot of calls. Could you please get me in to see the governor? Could you do this? And I'm like, nope. And they said, well, why not? I said, because you need to pray. Uh-huh. And you need to pray for him every day and then ask God to put you in front of him. Because God does that. God yeah. does that. Yeah. I, I call them divine appointments, too, because quite often, uh, a lot of times you, you can't always get in to see someone, but you know you're supposed to pray with them. And the, the Lord will just put you smack dab, right, run right into them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun, whether it's in other cities, too. I've had that happen. Right. And um, it's 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 an honor to, to pray for our government. It's an honor to pray with them. Sure. And I pray, like I said, I pray with everybody. But I also tell them, you know, we've, we've come to a place where we, so often people don't, talk and listen and be able to have a conversation because we've become and 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 there really is some very evil things happening in our country and only as we pray but also as we ask God to give wisdom to our leaders but also to change hearts of leaders if they're if they're not hearing things and doing right. things that are completely against the word of God. So I am bold in sharing that and I share it from a place of love but I will pray with anybody and everybody uh, all the time. I just I actually had the privilege to uh, do an opening prayer in the Senate a couple of weeks ago, and um, I had leaders from both sides that they all come in over and ask me for prayer afterwards. Wow. And that's my heart. I will I yeah. will pray with anybody. Yeah. One of the things that the Lord's been laying on my heart lately is, um, you know, you remember how that, that in, this, in Scripture where it was Elijah, 
I get my Elijah and my Elijah's messed up, uh, mixed up sometimes, but they were able to actually go into the bedchamber of, of the king of, yeah. of, of a warring nation and, and begin to reveal things. And I've been praying that God would do that. Things that need to be revealed, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit would do the work. Absolutely. And, and uh, I remember Jack Hayford talking about that one time at one of our uh, Open Bible National Conventions and how that he said it at a board meeting. He said the Holy, there was something there was something that was going on in the church, and the Holy Spirit revealed it in a board meeting. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's what I've been praying that, mm-hmm. that what needs to be brought to the surface that the Holy Spirit would do that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, 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 and we know He's certainly capable. Yeah, of doing that. Yeah, because a lot of times you know we all get frustrated. We say, well, wow, they, they, somebody does this and somebody does that, and they get by with it. I said, no. God knows all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they might get by with it for a little you're while. Not, yeah, you're not fooling God. Yeah. God knows all about it. And, and uh, he can reveal things as, as he sees fit to do so. So I just say, Lord, you you send the Holy Spirit to do his work, and it will be well. Yeah. And uh, and we and, and I think that the Lord will also put people in front of people. We're blessed with our governor and first lady. I've had an opportunity on multitudes of occasions to pray with them. And um, I, I love the fact that they will fight for their families. Yeah. For families, because that's really important, because if people don't realize families are under attack oh, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Pray. I was blessed to be in his office when he he signed um, a pro life bill a few weeks ago, and you know it matters with biblical principles. Yeah. These are not political issues. These are biblical principles, yeah. and we are blessed in Florida. And um, I, because I want to see people standing up to for for fighting for families for what's right. It's always good to know that our leaders are people of faith. Yeah, that, and, that, and we are blessed. That, that we are they, blessed. They, they believe and they, and they have a real relationship. I don't know the governor. I've never never met him, but uh, I'm, I'm believing that he is a man of faith mm-hmm. and that he does have a, a passion for God. And, and I'm just going to, you know, I mean, I, everything I have seen, or, sure. you know, I see everything from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you. I'm not I'm not at the Capitol every yeah, day, but, but yeah. uh, I do believe that I'm God. I'm not there every day. Yeah. <laughs> but you're there a lot. That's the that way. But, and, and you get but, to know these people. But, you know, I also... I also think yeah. intercessor, intercessor, uh, intercession um, places people in office, but I also think intercession removes people. Yeah. And it also, just like right. you said, praying for God to apprehend people's hearts, their dreams, invade their yeah. dreams, and show people truth. I pray that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in Washington, D.C., because that's a very difficult city. You know, I pray with our, our senators and leaders, and um, we we just need to daily pray. That's that's our job. Yeah. That's our job. Yeah, I hedge about them so that when they go to Washington, they don't get corrupted because we're holding them up in prayer yeah. to keep the, to keep that away because I mean there's uh, there's it, the pressure's got to be intense if, if you're if you're there <laughs> and you're in that environment uh, you know that the, the devil's going to be all over you <laughs> to try to get you to, to to be a different person than you were when you went so we just pray that ahead you about them that Father God don't allow them to to be influenced by those things let them be the person they were that you sent them to be yes. and, uh, thank God for that i'm i'm just excited for uh well i <laughs> see let me how can i put this now i'm excited because i i feel like that god is going to do some incredible things here in the near future and, and i'm some of the, the scriptures that i've been reading lately have just really confirmed that in my heart that god's at work that he is in control of all of these things and i thank god for it and so Absolutely. My goodness. <laughs> you know, I, I, after every time you come here, Miss Pam, it's like a, a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband says that all the time. <laughs> yeah, you, sometimes they say that at the Capitol. But, but, you, but you give us so much, <laughs> and we appreciate so much that, that you're willing to take the time to come and be on this radio program with us. And I don't call you every year because I know you're so, so busy, <laughs> but I like to get you from time to time to have you come on the show. And, and you've been it's faithful so to do that for all these years. Like I say, we started 92, and I'm pretty sure you 94. were. 94. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that you 
been coming on the show and, yeah. and, and just sharing National Day of Prayer and yeah. your heart and passion for the things of God. And I just appreciate you doing that because that's that's uh, important to this radio audience to hear from people like you. It, I'm honored to be here, Pastor Jack, and I appreciate you asking me. And I hope your listeners will come out for the Bible yeah. reading today. I hope they'll come out Thursday, May 4th for the National yeah. Day of Prayer. And you know what? You got kids? Bring them on. Yeah. We, they don't have to register for the Bible reading. Show up. Yeah. Show up for worship. Show up for prayer. It matters. Let's <laughs> fill that courtyard Amen. with people who want to worship the Lord. Okay, we got about a minute and a half. Let's, yes. go, let's go over it all again here. The national, start, start with the children's walk, but we only got a minute and a half. Okay, I just did. The Bible study, okay. uh, the Bible study, the Bible, reading the Bible is April 30th at 4 p.m. Okay. And the children's prayer walk is and at that's, Thursday, and that's May 4th. that's in front 4th. of the old capital. Yep. Okay. All this information is at floridaprayer.org. Yeah. So okay. then you got the Bible reading today at 4 p.m. In front of the old capital, you've got the National Day of Prayer children's prayer walk starting at 1030 to 1130. Worship's at 1130. Prayer is at noon. It's all in the Capitol Courtyard Thursday, May 4th. Visit floridaprayer.org and come out and pray with all of us and let's <laughs> lift our name high and say Jesus is Lord. And the, and the simultaneous Bible reading, you show up, she's going to give yep. you some scriptures to read. Yep. And uh, if you don't want to read, you can just be there and observe, but, but in, a, in a spirit of prayer. Right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Come to your state capital. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, it's it's it's, uh, it's exciting time. So that's 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 this Thursday coming up this yes. this week. So we got a very very busy week. And you said this is the last the end of the legislative on Thursday. On, no, on Friday, May fifth is the last day of the legislative uh, legislative okay. session um, for twenty twenty three. So there's very, lots of things going on. So. It, Prayer needs to be from everybody for the rest of this week. Yes. Over these little, because so yes. many things are done at the last minute. Yes, there's that, lots. That you know, I always tell people, lives. pray, good yeah. bills pass and bad bills die. There you go. <laughs> and we stand up for truth and righteousness. Amen. <laughs> well, we always close the broadcast with prayer. And Father God, I just thank you for for Pam and, uh, and of course, Teddy and the work that they're doing in their church. Also, the work that she does with the National Day of Prayer and prayer at the Capitol. Father God, I just pray you'd continue to bless her. Use her, Father, mindedly, Father, in this great work that she's involved in. We pray over this event on Thursday. But, Father, we just pray for America. We just pray, God, that the Holy Spirit would just lead and guide our country. And we give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you Thank so you much for coming and being Thank on the you. broadcast. Thank you. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.